I'm a different girl than I was five years ago. I'm a different girl than I was five months ago. But one thing is for certain, I am a completely different person than I was 15 years ago. This is Shannon, the Faith Blogger. Talking about these times in my life is super painful, but I know that bringing these things, these painful things into light means that Satan cannot manipulate it in the dark. So here goes. I'm still suffering from my parents' divorce almost 30 years ago. I'm kind of newly diagnosed, though always aware, uh, with bipolar 2 disorder. And I wasn't and still am not a very good friend. So that felt good to get off my chest for a second. If you will allow me, let me go a little deeper. Divorce sucks, okay? And any child of divorce will tell you the same thing. It sucks so much. And it's obviously our fault as kids of divorce that our parents couldn't make it work. Yeah, that's the lie that Satan puts in our heads. That we had some sort of control or play on how our parents handled their marriage. Which, if you didn't catch that, is absolutely untrue. Because Satan's a liar. So, don't believe that. But, that's easier said than done. Because for nearly 30 years now, I've blamed myself for my parents' divorce. And up until about two weeks ago, I just finally started accepting that it wasn't my fault. So, if you're going through that, know I'm praying for you and with you. And it's going to get better. Because it has to, right? Yeah. You know, divorce completely alters reality. No longer is a nuclear family a viable option. So now you're shifted from house to house, custody arrangement to custody arrangement. You have two of everything and none of anything at the same time. And for me, the best way to process the sheer anguish that I was going through was to be a cold, hard, you know what. I wasn't a good friend to anyone because I hated myself. I thought without a doubt that I ruined my family. I felt worthless, stupid, and just a waste of space. So when someone would reach out with genuine friendship, I would ruin it by lying about myself or embellishing stories that made me seem more popular. I heard a lot of people when I was a teenager, a young adult, and I've heard a lot of people recently too. And if I could sit each and every one of you down to apologize, I would. But for now, please take this podcast apology. (laughs) Because I am so very sorry that I allowed the lies of the enemy to cloud my vision to the point of recklessness on so many levels. You know, I was so mean to my mom. I took out all of my anger on her and vice versa. We were each other's personal punching bag, even though we never hit one another. Yeah, until my senior prom. Yeah. Then I punched her in the eye. And I was under the spell of a boy who was all kinds of wrong for me. And you couldn't have convinced me otherwise, though. But he dropped me off 
24 hours later than he said he would and hid my phone from me and and I distinctly remember my mom getting so upset that she grabbed my shirt to get my attention and it ripped and that was all it took for me to just pop her right in the eye and our relationship burst into flames instantly. Fast forward a few years and that fire had never been extinguished. My binge drinking escapades didn't help the situation and our lack of communication skills completely killed any chance we had at reconciliation in my book. You know, we had burned one another way too much, far too much, to make it back to a healthy mother-daughter relationship again. And then another boy, who was all kinds of wrong for me, actually died, and I couldn't cope. I broke down. I broke up. I broke left. I broke right. I just flippin' broke. And throughout all of this, I happened to be dealing with bipolar disorder, completely undiagnosed. I don't wonder I couldn't keep it together. I needed intervention. I needed someone trusted to talk to. But I also needed someone greater than a psychiatrist. I need the great physician, the Lord Almighty. Because throughout that entire dumpster fire of a situation I always seemed to find myself in, God was there. He was none too happy with me when I was throwing up in bathrooms, no clue what my name was. He was weeping with me when I was watching them lower a man I thought I would eventually marry six feet underground. And he was there when I walked into the apartment on Allison Street and poured my heart out to a guy named Toller, who unbeknownst to me knew intimately how broken I was. In those moments where I could have sworn I was alone and abandoned, Jesus was with me. He never left my side, and he never forsake me either. He was gracious, merciful, and ready to walk with me once I finally invited him into my heart. But even if I would have never turned my heart toward him, I know that Jesus still would have loved me. Because Jesus died on a cross for the sins of mankind. All of mankind. Even the mankind that dehumanize and massacre on catastrophic levels. Yeah, they can be saved at the end of their life by the like thinnest thread all if they call on the name of Jesus. That's why it's so reckless. That's why the love of Jesus is so reckless. Because if God can move on the heart of a binge-drinking, sex-addicted, foul-mouthed wretch like me, then there's hope for you. I know you're probably not considering the whole God thing right now, but if I may, please, give it a try. You know, there is no money-back guarantee. You're not going to get rich quick, if at all. You aren't going to be super popular. In fact, you might be a total loser, even bigger than the one you might feel like you are right now. But if you can remember that throughout that all the yuckiness, throughout all of the pain, throughout all of the crummy, the Holy Spirit that resided in Jesus resides in you. And it gives all of that pain some serious purpose. I know that God is real because he took the broken, mangled, and burned pieces of my heart and soul and restored them to his glory. 
He took the words I used to write angrily in a pink diary and transformed them into this, this podcast, my blog, into a budding ministry. He took my ashes and gave me something beautiful. How great is that? How great is our God? And God will do that for you too, friend. He is waiting to meet you. He is waiting to know you. And he is waiting to tell you how much he has always loved you. You've reached the end of another episode of Shannon the Faith Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at holymamablogger.wordpress.com. While you're there, sign up for Faith Blogger devotionals and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Praying for you, friend. See you on the next episode.